what's up guys and welcome back to planners and wine my name is myra and i am megan welcome back guys what is welcome going back on? to another week yes it's... what's been going on i i feel like we just talked yesterday honestly i mean we technically we did but mm-hmm. <laughs> but for the podcast mm-hmm. i don't know this past week just went by really really fast yeah it really did it really did it definitely feels like we just recorded uh yesterday and you know fortunately it's really not a ton of stuff going on in the planner community which can absolutely be a good thing it's peaceful um yeah it's kind of peaceful I'm sure we probably got some spring releases coming up probably in the next couple of weeks but it's kind of quiet for right now I didn't really see anything about very many releases did you see anything no nothing that we didn't already talk about um uh cookie sticker co had their like valentine's day release mm. but uh girl that that's probably gone by now so i'm I mean, sure yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i got mine so sorry mm-hmm. but but yeah that's the only thing that i've seen and we know what's going on with archer and all of this whole month so nothing other than that yeah yeah shout out to archie and olive so we had our first like zoom call last thursday where we had the amazing robin from crafty planner queen she was talking all about mental health and social media and being a black creative online and it was just a really awesome conversation and shout out to all you guys who were able to join it was it was amazing yeah it was a a good turnout and a very Mm -hmm. good conversation I know Nicholas said it was going to be recorded is that something people can watch back yep yep yep. the video is available I believe it's on the blog uh I'm not 100% sure but I believe Nicholas said it should be on the Archer and Olive blog uh if you want to go back and see that conversation um and link to that is in my bio but yeah it was a really great conversation and this week coming up on um February the 10th we'll be having another zoom call featuring our girl playing with floor she will be talking all about her uh biracial identity how being black is not a monolith um and all sorts of great you know topics that kind of go under you know the racial identity umbrella I think it's going to be a really really informative conversation so make sure y'all join if y'all are available it'll be at 7 p.m central time 8 p.m eastern time and once again the link is in my bio Uh, if you want to check it out that's where you can find the zoom link yes and I learned that last week that it is seven central because my ass was in there a whole hour early <laughs> thinking it was Eastern. It literally, and literally sorry said to whoever Central. got that notification. <laughs> it did. It did. The blog did say Central. I think it says so both, actually. I think the blog says both. I think it says Central and ET, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't see the... Okay. I'm going to double check. You know how it be like seven. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to look. But yeah, <laughs> I, I just assumed that it was Eastern, especially because mm-hmm. I, I think Robin's on the East Coast too. But whatever. Mm-hmm. seven central y'all seven, seven central central yes yeah. yes so it's gonna be a really great conversation make sure y'all join if you are able to i think you will love it. and yes actually i'm looking on the website right now um it does have the link to the last one if you want to check out um robins it is still up for you to watch and actually no i'm seeing the one from last week did only have 7 p.m central time but the upcoming one has 7 p.m central 8 p.m eastern on there so okay yeah 
yeah, guys, make sure y'all check it out. It's going to be really, really good. Um, and come ready to talk. You know, everybody was so shy and so come quiet last ready time. to talk. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You don't yeah. have to be Black to talk either. You don't. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a just safe be respectful. Space. Yeah, be respectful. just be respectful of one another. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, yeah, but you can definitely talk. And if you don't want to hear your voice, you can pop off in the chat. I know people were popping off in the chat, asking yep. questions there. So yep. that's an option too. Yes. Um, and you don't have to show your face either. You can right. just talk yep. and type, whatever. Just show up. Absolutely. Show up. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you can't stay for the whole hour, that's fine. Definitely feel free to come late or, you know, come on time and leave a little early if you got other things going on. That's totally fine too. But yeah, it was a it was a really awesome conversation. Um, Next up, so... EC and Wild for Planners announced that they are hosting a small business grant um, competition. Um, you basically put your hat in the ring for an opportunity to win $3,000 towards your small business. How awesome is that? Yeah, that is awesome. And I think they are having the submissions open till the 18th. I right. have no idea of the dates, but let's just okay. assume that it's true. Yeah, we'll put it in show notes. How about <laughs> yeah. that? We'll put it in show notes. I we'll know put a we link have... to that whole page yeah. on the EC site in the show notes. Check it out. Check it mm-hmm. out. Um, and because I know we have a lot of uh small business owners who listen to the show. So absolutely, it's, absolutely. It's an opportunity. Check it out. And for aspiring small business owners too because if you haven't opened your business yet you can absolutely still enter in the competition but you gotta have your your ideas and exactly what you want to do flushed out like it has to be mm-hmm. it can't just be like it has to be very detailed so if you haven't started your yourself. business yet, that's fine yes and this is a great way to get started and three thousand dollars is a lot of money so that can go towards I mean that that can go towards easily you know starting up a sticker shop or you want to you know make your own planner or whatever that's a great amount of money to be able to get that off the ground so yeah shout out to them for doing that I love that I think it's it's awesome yes absolutely yeah I thought Mm -hmm. it was a good opportunity and yeah I'm excited to see who get picked and Mm -hmm. what they do with the money yeah, one of the stipulations is you do have to be attending Go Wild this year because a portion of the contest will take place at Go Wild. It won't be open to the public like that portion of the contest, but you do have to be present at Go Wild in order to, I believe it's like the five finalists do like a, a presentation in front of like a panel um, at Go Wild. And that's how you end up eventually being chosen. So you do have to be in attendance at Go Wild in order to do that. But the EC site, um, I believe has all the details. So we'll definitely put a link to that in the show notes. So, but I definitely thought that was worth mentioning. I don't want anybody to get too excited in case they want this, but they're not going to go out because that is one of the stipulations. So, but it's not too late to get a ticket to go out. So just saying. That's true too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely check that out i think that is so cool Mm -hmm. me too me too i think it's really really awesome um i wish we could enter it i mean i think technically we could but (laughs) i think it would just Uh, conflict of interest yeah it'll look look icky it would look icky especially if we won people would be looking like hold up y'all worked a while and you see (laughs) 
<laughs> even though you know it would be on the up and up you know behind the scenes it, I think it, it would just not look great so and then yeah. you know we have been you know extremely extremely lucky to have lots of opportunities come our way um so we definitely want to give this opportunity to another up-and-coming small business For sure, so yeah. Shout out to y'all. Um, enter this. I, I hope y'all win. I cannot wait to see, like you said, who wins and what they do with the money. Yeah, for sure. I'm low-key dreading the next topic. So can I talk announcements? Can I squeeze that in there? Of I know course. it's on the list. Yeah, go ahead. Because <laughs> I, I haven't sent this out yet, but I wanted to mention this on the show because a lot of our Patreons always be like, oh, you know, look at the calendar, although I make y'all a calendar every month. Yeah, I'm mocking y'all. Spoiler alert, I don't look at the calendar. Clearly, um, nobody does. I'm just reminded. doing it for the air, apparently. <laughs> we, <do. laughs> we just forget but, sometimes. <laughs> but there is a change. Um, it's next. Next week, we're having our live podcast, right? Yes, we're having a live podcast. It will, instead of being on Friday the 11th, as, mm-hmm. as we originally had planned, it will be on Sunday the 13th. Did you pick a time? Two. 2 p.m. PM. Eastern time. Eastern. Okay. 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, I'll send that out again, but I wanted to put it on the show because I know y'all listen to the show. So hopefully y'all will now go relook mm-hmm. at the calendar because it will be fixed by the time y'all hear it is. Mm-hmm. So definitely make sure y'all there because I, I love when, and now that we have it opened up to a lot more people, I mm-hmm. absolutely love having y'all in on the show. And then on another note of the announcement, since not everybody is on the Patreon. You mm-hmm. can still submit questions yep. for our live show. So go ahead and do that. Um, we'll, we'll probably, probably put up Instagram. a poll. Yeah, yeah on Instagram. Yep. Yeah, sometime this week. So check out our Instagram mm-hmm. um, if you want to submit some questions there or definitely put it, email it to um, xpnw mm-hmm. at gmail.com. And Perfect. that is in the show notes as well. So yeah, like if you have a short question, in. put it on mm-hmm. the Instagram stories. Yeah. Um, and when we do the question about, but if it's longer and has a bigger explanation, mm-hmm. then go ahead and send that to the email. And uh, yeah, we'll yes. read them on the live show. Yep, yep. So live show will be next week. So mm-hmm. if you want to ask us some questions, or if you by chance do not look at Patreon, like majority of y'all don't, that is your announcements <laughs> for today. I feel called out. I feel called out. I feel targeted. It's fine. I love you guys, but I just want to make sure because I y'all be y'all be telling me y'all don't be looking at it. So just want to make sure. Yep. Yep, yep, Love y'all. Yes. Is that that it for the announcement? That's it for the announcement. Okay. Thank you. yes yes and just a quick reminder too um just in case anybody missed it so the live episode taping is open to everybody on the ten dollar patreon level and up or people who were grandfathered into the ten dollar level so with that is something new that we uh, changed we made this year so please feel free to join us we can't wait to talk to you guys the last live show was so fun um Mm -hmm. cannot wait until sunday i'm just really looking forward to it yeah yeah basically if you have access to our facebook group mm-hmm. then you got access to the live there. so in there yeah. yep we'll see you there yes yes okay so you guys know it is black history month you know february um the best month of the year i'm not biased at all even though you know <laughs> it's morning, you know black history month but anyway um <laughs> 
Yeah, something that I feel like a lot of us have been noticing and something that I wanted to talk about is, um, you know, kudos to so many brands who are doing way more to, you know, be inclusive, be diverse when it comes to, you know, influencers that they're working with, content creators that they're working with, um, you know, the people who are using their products that they're showing on their pages and websites. A lot of brands, especially in the planning community, are really doing a great job at, you know, giving, you know, content creators of color more opportunities. Uh, you know, we have obviously been, you know, beneficiaries of that as well. You know what I'm saying? A lot mm-hmm. of brands have reached out to us, you know, because we're Black women, which is absolutely great. However, <laughs> and I feel like this kind of gets glossed over. I feel like a lot of brands, not just in the planner community, but in the planner community as well, are focusing so much on like the external diversity that they're kind of letting the internal diversity fall to the wayside. And I feel like the reason that a lot of brands have had issues with working with, you know, Black content creators, people of color content creators in the first place is because there hasn't been a Black person or a person of color in the room making the decisions to let them know like, hey, we need to be talking to these people. We need to be reaching out to those people. And I feel like it's it's still happening like there are just not enough black and people of color in in these companies in general but especially in these leadership decision making roles mm-hmm. what's your feedback on that Myra what are what are your thoughts I know I just said a mouthful. Um, yeah I definitely agree I feel like the emphasis especially since after all of 2020 happened mm-hmm. the emphasis have been on being more diverse to what people can see Mm. so Mm. we're getting more content creators that are more diverse we're we're adding more diversity on our PR teams but it's not really changing within the company right not to say that the you know these changes like these are great like of course Mm -hmm. I want more content creator crop set creators of color is that Mm -hmm. am I terming that is that a thing whatever you're good (laughs) (laughs) I definitely want them to have more opportunities and be in the forefront but Mm -hmm. like where the decisions are being made within the company because at the end of the day we don't work for these companies right we partner with them right so we don't really have power like although we are quote-unquote the face or Mm -hmm. the faces of new releases and things like that we don't have the power to make internal changes so Mm -hmm. it just will be a lot more beneficial if we have people who look like us yep. in these boardrooms. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, just like how, how brands have made the excuse in the past about, you know, why their, you know, design teams or rep teams are predominantly white. They're, oh, we're just not getting enough, you know, black people or people of color who try out, who want to be on it. But on the same token, are you doing enough as far as outreach to those people? And especially when you're talking about employment positions, every company has recruiters and recruiters do something called sourcing where they go out and find candidates. So you can have your recruiters go out and intentionally try to find more people of color and black people candidates for these roles. 
that's a thing. And it's not saying that you were, you're going to, you know, bypass, you know, a super qualified white person for a underqualified, you know, person of color. There are just as many qualified person of color and black people as there are qualified white people. So that's not even a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, that excuse is kind of lazy to me. It just so kind of shows that, yeah, you don't want to do the work to make your workplace more diverse. Yeah. Because unfortunately, you do have to take the extra steps to reach yeah. out to people of color. And especially if like we or if we see like looking at this boardroom, kind of looking at the about me and it's completely white, we may mm-hmm. get a little bit discouraged from you know, stepping into that because that's a, that's a huge thing for, you know, people of Mm -hmm. color being the only black person, being the only person of color in the room. Mm -hmm. It's like, sometimes you may, and especially now with the great resignation going on, you may be like, you know what? I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I don't want to deal with being the only black person. So you may move on from that. But I mean, if you are as a company truly wanting to be diverse, you you got to take the extra steps to do that. Absolutely. You got to do the work. We can't just yep. be like, oh, we're only getting white candidates who apply. So that's who we hire. Like, nah. Lazy. Like you, lazy, yeah, lazy is the perfect is the perfect <laughs> word for that. Yeah. Lazy is absolutely the perfect word for that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really like you said, it just that will just it's like a it's like an unending cycle because black candidates and people of color candidates will look at a company, look at their board, look at their leadership, see nobody who looks like them. And of course they won't want to work with a company. And it's like, especially for companies who have had a history of race issues, mm-hmm. y'all asses really need to be out there sourcing <laughs> these qualified black and person of color candidates to come work at your company you absolutely need to be doing that and not just one not just two you know what I'm saying because especially like for me because I'm dealing with you know trying to get back into corporate America now that's definitely something that's in the back of my mind and that's definitely something that I'm looking at when I'm looking at companies like how diverse is this company like do I want I don't want to walk into a situation where I'm the only or one of the only you know people of color black person in the room I don't want to deal with that anymore because I know all the microaggressions and bs that comes along with a non-diverse workplace it's not a fun place to be. Yeah, it's not. On top of having to, you know, be in the mental capacity of doing the job to the best mm-hmm. of your ability. Mm-hmm. You have to have that in the back of your head too when you are the only one. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Back when um when Planner Getting One happened, uh, we got a lot of brands, you know being a little bit more transparent about their diversity numbers and acknowledging that they weren't great but that they were taking strides to make them better what's the update what's the update yeah uh, yeah it's it's the lack of updates from a lot of these brands Mm -hmm. for me it's just and honestly if there isn't any update I still feel like there should be at least an update yes because it just shows like well on the outside looking in it just seems like oh we're just gonna wait until this die out and push this under the rug like, yeah maybe they really forgot paying attention to that yeah mm-hmm. yeah well that's the thing I feel like if if there has been no update we know why because if strides have been taken in the right direction these brands are desperate for some good PR that would absolutely be out there so there's no update because 
there's no update on the situation yeah is what I'm thinking I mean we're just kind of left to assume that you know it's just business as usual kind of behind the scenes um and like you said that it's like they just care about what we can see but it's like but we know though we we know and we can tell and every once in a while it kind of shows his face um you know whenever we don't see anybody you know black or a person of color in in leadership positions at a company it's just definitely not a good look and something else that me and Myra had talked about is if you do have black people at your company and you choose to put them in these uh you know leadership positions or diversity specific roles make sure you're paying them for that if you're giving them more responsibility they need to be compensated for that oh yeah absolutely absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and when you put in one black person in one leadership role at a company is not curing all the the diversity issues at that company and that person shouldn't be expected to single-handedly cure the (laughs) diversity issues at that company yeah at at the end of the day it just shouldn't be performative like Mm -hmm. if this is something that you truly want you want your company to be diverse yeah make the means to make it diverse yeah yeah don't just oh we got one person we're done Mm -hmm. right you know right it's an ongoing thing like we said like mm-hmm. being an ally is a verb mm-hmm. being diverse in your company like it's what you do yeah it's just what you do it's not a right. one-off thing it's not one and done kind of thing you have to continue to make those strides to make your company inside and out right actual employees content creators people you partner with it should be diverse mm-hmm. through and through mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's okay to acknowledge that you haven't done a great job at that at that in the past or that it's just not something that was on your radar and that has gotten brought to your attention but once it's brought to your attention like you need to do the right thing and it needs to be an ongoing thing like Myra said like don't just hire one or two black people and be like okay we're good no <laughs> and then you're putting mm-hmm. the weight of the world on those two people to be the diversity representation for your whole company that's just not fair is is honestly not fair and it kind of ties yep. back into um what Laura is going to be talking about at the Archer and Olive Zoom that being black is not a monolith okay all black people are not the same and that one per- black person that you prop up in a leader posi- leadership position they might not even care about other black people getting opportunities so make sure you're picking the right people also not just it, you can't just take it at face value that because this person is black or a person of color they automatically care about other black people and other people of color because all skin folk ain't kin folk i know y'all don't heard me say that before <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's definitely it's definitely true it's definitely true it just it has to be something that you do it has to be something ongoing it has to be something active like we actually are putting the work in there mm-hmm. and it just has to be a part of your company culture. Yeah. It can't be a one-off thing. Like you have to make it a part of your culture. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 I agree. <sighs> I agree. It's tough. It's tough. Cause it, I, yeah. I know they're trying. I know most companies are trying and they are legitimately trying to do the right thing. But once again, like, you know, show us your leadership, you know, show us your, your diversity numbers. Like you can't just rest on, oh, these people aren't applying. No, that's not good enough. That's not lazy. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that is lazy. Like you have to seek out people of color and make them feel like you truly want them to be a part of their company, your company, you yeah, know? And 
Yeah. And that if that's the true company culture, we can feel that. Yep. That's not something you can really fake. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> I agree. I agree. It's yeah. just a tough conversation, but I love I love Black History Month so much and I just love that I've seen like people on in every community not just the planet community I've really seen it a lot on TikTok that like now more so than I've even noticed in the past like we're all just so out and loud and proud when -hmm. it comes to Black History Month and we are you know, we know our worth and we're not settling anymore when it comes to working with brands, when it comes to, you know, being a part of corporate America. Like we know that we don't have to settle and just take the BS anymore because we deserve, we deserve, we deserve better. And we should have been getting better a long ass time ago. Yeah, it's definitely well overdue. Mm-hmm. It is well overdue, but yeah, I agree. I do love it for the conversations and well I just I'm kind of biased I just love everything black but I do get what you said like I love the conversation that are going on like you said not just in the planner community but just all over yeah yeah me too me too because that's the only way that things are going to change um if we keep having these conversations and aren't Mm -hmm. scared to shy away from it and hey if you are a brand and you know you got a diversity problem you can always talk to us (laughs) we are open and willing to help for a price so because yeah. and don't don't even but don't expect us to solve all of your brand's issues in one conversation. That's just not even realistic. Yeah, yeah, but we could definitely work together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the thing. Yep, it's ongoing. It's yep. ongoing. It's not a one and done kind of thing. It's definitely ongoing. It really is. It really is. And something I noticed from a LinkedIn, I know I'm sure a lot of companies, but one thing, one I noticed in particular, Google have recruiters who are, they are like specifically diversity recruiters, like in their job title is diversity recruiter. So those recruiters are making sure that black people and people of color are being given opportunities at that company. That's not a bad role to look at for somebody, preferably somebody black or a person of color. Like, don't just choose any old body to do that. Yeah. You know, that's true. Well, Google doesn't have their, their history with uh black women in tech in that company Absolutely, so, for yeah. sure but that's so fine. i can get why they kind of yeah, created yeah. that role for Absolutely. that specifically yeah yep which goes back to you can yep. create the position if that's something that you need in your company just create the role for create it create the role mm-hmm. yep yeah. Oh, yeah. That uh, I feel like we're just going to keep having conversations like this because it's like we're seeing a lot of, oh, we love black people. We love black history. We love black culture. We love black artists. We love black content in February. Let's see where we are in March. Let's see if this can be an ongoing thing that all throughout the year, obviously, we can definitely, you know, even further prop up black people during black history month but it needs to be something constant like you need to constantly have you know artist collaborations with black artists you need to constantly be working with black content creators like throughout the year not just when it's that their month like keep it going and we can be watching we're gonna report back yeah that's the thing i think before like a lot of people kind of yay black history month thank you for the you know, shout out and representation. Mm-hmm. And then nobody ever said anything for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, we've been talking. Yeah. We've been victims we, of that too. 
where people you know reach out to us come black history month of juneteenth or people join the patreon or people you know repost the show and then crickets oh yeah yeah so yeah but the thing is um especially planners and wine for sure Mm-hmm. we not gonna never stop talking about it Mm-mm. i know that was a double negative but it was needed because <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna stop talking about we're not. it we're not we're definitely we gonna not. stay on your necks yeah we're gonna hold people accountable yeah we're, we're yeah. gonna call you in we're definitely gonna call you in we're because right now this is a call in and eventually if things don't change it's gonna be a call out so know the difference y'all can take that how y'all want it <laughs> know the difference is that a threat maybe <laughs> <laughs> know the difference here's the thing i just thought about too because mm-hmm. you know one of my beloved candle stores have been getting dragged through the mud with, through social media for their performative uh, yes. eyelashes bath and body works i knew bath this and body works yeah <laughs> But I mean, not to go in details about it. I mean, we can if we want to. But my point of bringing this up is that although I do love Bath and Body Works, I can still enjoy their candles and understand that what they did for Black History Month was just not it. And I feel like a lot of people, especially within this planner community, especially the subsection, those people in this planner community go hard for their brand and act like they can do absolutely no wrong right and it's time's up for that like it's time to be like okay I enjoy your products but what you did for Black History Month or what you thought she was doing Mm -hmm. was not given yeah it's okay and that's a call in yep and trust nobody loves Bath and Body Works more than Myra but if Myra (laughs) can literally take off her stand hat and be realistic and honest about the mistakes mm-hmm. that Bath and Body Works is making, you can too about your faves. You don't own stock in none of these companies. <laughs> okay? You don't. You, so you just don't. They run out. off of your coin. Bath and Body Works run yeah. off of the money that I give them. Period. So how how am I to not, I'm out of all people as a customer, mm-hmm. I should be the one to be like, nah, this not it. Exactly. You can't just put Kente costs on existing candles exactly. and say, oh, we're donating some money. Yep. Like that's not it. Yeah. For those who are not familiar with the situation, that's literally what Bath and Body Works did. And mm-hmm. one is something that I'm extremely tired of. I'm tired of companies taking traditionally like African symbols and symbolism and plastering it on Black History Month because, you know, thanks to y'all, we don't really have a huge connection to our African origin, unfortunately. A lot of us don't know. A lot of us don't even know what African country our ancestors came from. So not to say that Africa isn't a part of Black history, but it's just not, it's not all of Black history. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We have a whole American culture that we have built up through the hundreds of years of being here that does not have a lot to do with our African descent. So if your only representation of Black history is African symbolism, that's not enough. That could be one part, but it shouldn't be everything. So that was their first mistake to me. Mm -hmm. And then two, like you said, instead of taking this as an opportunity to reach out to 
black content creators, black customers, you know, black people who, you know, love and support your brand and maybe doing a collaboration with them to come up with some, you know, special edition scented candles or scented, you know, body care that actually is related to black culture and then put some type of black or African symbolism on it, that would have been the move. But you just repurposed, I mean, champagne toast just got a, just got a kente cloth around it and you call it yeah. Black History Month. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to donate a proceed of it. That, that was, yeah. it, lazy. it was a fail. That could have been an opportunity to partner with. There's a ton, mm-hmm. a ton of black own candle companies they could yeah. have reached out to and partner with for that. Yep. Yeah. And put them like share your platform with them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it yeah. just was a, a complete and utter missed opportunity. And I just wanted to bring that up because we know there's <laughs> yeah, funny. we know there's some companies in yeah. this community that do wrong. And the girls, this is another thing too. The girls will accept apologies. That's not for them to accept. That's not for them to accept. I Mm-hmm. I just y'all y'all gotta like take or even back. even if you were a part of the culture who was offended that still you can't accept the apology for your whole culture if some people in mm-hmm. your culture don't accept it and you can't make them feel some type of way for not for not caring like you don't care everybody's not the same black people not a monolith Hispanic people are not a monolith Asian mm-hmm. people are not a monolith mm-hmm. it, it just because you are that group or that culture yeah. that quote unquote was offended mm-hmm. and you on the design team and you stand for them and you can think mm-hmm. they do no wrong does not mean that you're okay is going to be the okay for the whole culture. And it shouldn't have to be. And it shouldn't have to be. Yeah. And you know what? Something, cause I had posted about the, <laughs> the bath and body works thing. I had reposted a meme that Laura, shout out to Laura, she had put up and it was back when um the members of Congress, like Nancy Pelosi, like the Democrats had the, the Kente Claus and they took a knee um, somewhere. <laughs> and I put that somewhere because we, <laughs> I don't even know where, but I, I put that before the picture of the Bath and Body Works picture or whatever. And I put like a meme or something on the Bath and Body Works picture. I think some of y'all be too so quick to want to be allies that you're not paying attention because I got a couple of different of my white friends and followers who responded to the Bath and Body picture with like hearts, like it was like a positive thing okay we're gonna talk about it let's go ahead and talk about it. i'm not doing any extra work during black history month so i just hardly Clearly. kept going on my own because i was like this is not oh my... you did an extra step i would just delete it yeah exactly exactly but he's like i was just like you know what this is not um i shouldn't have to explain this like you just need to step take a step back and pay attention to what i'm posting instead of just being so quick to react to stuff that was yeah. and clearly that was in the heart situation but i I mean it wasn't clear i guess it it was not (laughs) it's clear for people who read it is clear for people who read that's insane that's that's ridiculous i it's just it was a like you said it's folks just want to be allies so bad they just see some black stuff or african stuff and Mm -hmm. it's like oh they're resharing it because they're black like let me say hey but you're not reading it but you're not reading you're not paying attention you about to get some uh, emails or DMs uh, with the apologies. And that's fine. That's and nothing. I welcome them. It's totally okay. 
I don't. Send it to at Meg's got a plan. The people who did it were well-meaning people and they're, and if I just, if I felt like taking the effort to, you know, get them up to date on the situation, I definitely feel, I felt comfortable doing that. I just didn't feel like I needed to or or should have had to. That's labor for you. That's why I didn't. Exactly. Exactly. People who did it were definitely well-meaning. So if you're hearing this, you know, you definitely don't have to apologize. It's fine. Um, but yeah, just pay attention to what people are posting. Like, and really read it before you react to stuff because yikes. Yeah, I I feel a way about that because that's just performative. Because it's like you need to take the time to read it. It's not long. Yeah, it wasn't long. Or wasn't. research, or or anything. if you were confused, just ask me. Like, hey, what's going on? Because I just I like I said my meme that I put on there. Uh, I feel like it was kind of clear because it was like a what the heck type of meme I think mm-hmm. and I can it may have been even the actual words I have to go back to my stories and look but yeah I feel like it was very clear that I was because I mean all the black people who responded to that they knew exactly what I was saying they knew that I wasn't big up in this like it was a accomplishment a from back yeah. in my life work so I don't I don't really know I didn't think it was confusing when I posted it but apparently it was it wasn't confusing. Those people weren't doing that the allyship work that they needed to do. Yeah, yeah. That is factual. I'm triggered. Can we take a break? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we'll take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we will be right back. Hey, Planner World, thanks so much for supporting Planners and Wine. If you are looking for more amazing content, make sure you head over to our Patreon page. We have exclusive bonus episode, exclusive content, and an amazing community that you cannot find anywhere else. Now is also the perfect time to join because we may or may not be debuting an exclusive Patreon-only spinoff show in the coming weeks. Just letting you know, you ain't here for me. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and check out the link in our show notes and get signed up for our Patreon today. We'll see you over there. We're back, y'all. Myra got me triggered AF during our commercial break. We talked about a situation that I had actually forgot about um but before we get into it real quick just to say if you are a content creator or a business um hit us up at planners and wine at gmail.com we'd love to work with you would love to um have you sponsor an episode or we can do an ongoing sponsorship we can just get a conversation started if you want to work with planners and wine we are lovely to work with yeah we, we truly are we kind of chill and lay back yeah, and we, we can make your needs meet your needs we can work Period. something out yeah. exactly, so exactly. Us up. let us know yes okay so anyway um <laughs> i'm dying to talk about this now so on february 1st day designer um the planner company on their instagram page they put out a post and it said happy february here are some key dates to remember what are you looking forward to this month number one for the first of the month they said lunar new year for the 14th, they said Valentine's Day. For the 17th, they said Random Acts of Kindness Day. For the 21st, they said President's Day. And there was absolutely, literally no mention of the fact that February is Black History Month. Also, correction, because we did talk about this. They did. They also forgot Groundhog's Day. I thought they put that on there. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. <laughs> But how do you, as a brand, not even acknowledge that February 
is Black History Month. And the thing is, so, okay, hours after they have posted this, they put on their stories some sort of acknowledgement of Black History Month, but the stories are not even, I mean, the stories are there for 24 hours. So if you go to the Day Designer page now, you will see absolutely no acknowledgement of Black History Month whatsoever. It's under this month. They saved it as a highlight. That don't count. That don't even it, count. It and doesn't you know why because that's the it. same highlight. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they made these posts after that. Because if you looked at it, this one, I know when it first happened, this one had been posted. And like, when I saw it, it was like eight hours ago. And then they did stories like it was like three hours ago. So they had plenty of time to get a little bit of backlash and realize like, oh shit. But what they could have done is take down that original post and update it. Or some do something to acknowledge the fact that you literally ignored or forgot. Probably, honestly, they probably forgot that February is Black History Month. Because if I had to guess, I feel like there's nobody at Day Designer in any type of leadership role, just like we were talking about, who is a Black person, clearly. Yeah, and even looking at these highlights, they're all from five days ago. So this was everything that was posted on February 1st after they... It wasn't really a dragon, but it was people, myself included, like, uh, we're looking forward to Black History Month. Like, Mm -hmm. what about Black History Month? And of course, they just like the only person that they responded to it. They just said, love this with a heart emoji. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's it's the performative for me. Yeah, tell me you're performative without telling me you're performative. Yeah, all of these like because, of course, you still see the day on it. Mm -hmm. Um, when you save it as a highlight all of these are on the same freaking day and the only thing that is different is them promoting their 30% off planners Mm -hmm. so I mean Mm -hmm. I know we only on day six but I mean they could have been if they gave a shit about Black History Month they could have been posting plenty of things about it since then but I feel like it says a lot that and and obviously from from them even calling the highlight this month so what in march is all that going to be wiped away because you're going to be just posting stuff from the stories from march so there'll be no permanent acknowledgement of black history month Mm -hmm. on their page yeah not at all yeah i'm tired it's it's just so annoying Mm -hmm. it's really so annoying Mm mm-hmm yeah, because even during the break, um, Myra and I had go- started going through Bath and Body Works Instagram feed, and they had hundreds of comments from Black women Thousands, and yeah. other candle companies commenting about on their Black History Month posts, you know, tell- giving them tips on how they could have did this better and, you know, trying to figure out why this was the-, the route they decided to go in. And they ignored those comments. They only responded mm-hmm. to comments that were totally unrelated to the issue Mm -hmm. and that has been their one and only acknowledgement of black history month on their page and yet valentine's day has a good 15 posts and it's one day out of the whole month yeah yeah y'all y'all okay if y'all gonna be about it y'all gonna post it be about it stop ignoring comments Mm -hmm. specifically to these companies you cannot just let the comments just run rapid and in Mm -hmm. this case with bath and body works it wasn't even like no like f y'all kind of thing yeah. if it was it was few very few a lot mm-hmm. of them were basically call ins and mm-hmm. y'all just ignored it never posted yep. about black history month again nope. proves 
what the folks in there were saying like this is performative yeah like you cannot if you're going to make a stand as a company you cannot not respond yeah you can't you cannot do ignore it, it. And you yeah. cannot have do it like if you you're have gonna, to stand in yep. it yep you have to stand in it mm-hmm. and you, yeah. you may lose followers you may lose supporters but if what is it worth I'm sure the one person that you lose because they don't want to see politics on their page, Mm -hmm. you're going to gain 15 other people because they see that this company is taking the stand. Right. And who will really respect you and your company for doing that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a reason why we don't know, you know, what the board of Bath and Body Works looks like or the the CEO of Day Designer looks like. It's a, it's definitely a reason because there's no diversity. There's no diversity and you can literally tell from the moves that are being made and the decisions that are being made that there is Absolutely. no diversity. There's no people of color who has any sort of control or if you if if by some miracle you do have a person of color back there have some type of control, you definitely chose the one who don't give a shit. <laughs> But yeah. I don't think you have anybody. I truly don't. And you haven't shown me anything to prove otherwise. And it's just frustrating that in 2022, we're, I feel like this is for as long as we have this podcast, we are going to be having this conversation because so many companies are just so, they feel like it makes more sense to fake care than genuinely care. But we can tell we've been getting played about diversity and inclusion since the beginning of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So we know what we're experts at this. Yes. (laughs) We know what real inclusion is, and we know what fake performative crappy is. We know. Yeah. We we absolutely know. We can see it from a mile away. Mm -hmm. Also, the same uh brand that owns Bath and Body Works owns Victoria's Secret. Like they're under the same umbrella. So I mean the trash take that if you will. The trash retaking itself. Yeah. And look, look, nobody is claiming that they're going to boycott <laughs> Bath and Body Works, okay? Yeah. You know, my again, I love Bath and Body Works. We want change to happen, and that's why we're going to have these conversations. And if change continues to not happen, then we will absolutely move accordingly. Hell, Myra has already started a brand new candle collection from a forever move candles okay oh i mean that was I'm, happening before i'm just but saying because yeah. <laughs> i said bath and, bath and body work jackie but maybe yeah. getting phased out if they don't they get might together they might be so, i mean it's other people out here there's posh candle co is another black yeah. owned company too yes. that i absolutely love so mm-hmm. it's other folks out here like mm-hmm. i don't have to uh, just like there's other planet people out here i don't have to just subject myself to your no. mistreatment no it's a call in if you don't yep. do nothing about it i govern myself accordingly yep exactly exactly so. yeah it's a, it's a lot easier to retain your current customers than it is to get new ones so these companies really need to to recognize that they really really need to rec- like once we gone we gone mm-hmm. so but yeah oh i can't believe we forgot about that uh day designer situation it's like i try not to, i just try to laugh at the ridiculousness but sometimes it really pisses me off because it's just the audacity it is definitely the audacity mm-hmm. and just for it to be this month and literally y'all we put that stuff on there yeah for a day the first day the first day that's it 
anyway moving on i love how it seems like all of our show topics today are kind of interconnected because remember earlier when i said all skin folk ain't kin folk the next topic (laughs) is a prime example of that it's a Uh. prime example of that so if any of y'all are active like on linkedin or tiktok or twitter this is where you've been seeing this story a lot um there was a recruiter she's a black woman um i won't say her name but her name is out there and she put a post i believe it was either on twitter or on uh, linkedin i'm not sure which one it originated on i think it was twitter actually and she put up a post she's a recruiter. She said, I just offered a candidate $85,000 for a job that had a budget of $130,000. I offered her that because that's what she asked for. I personally don't have the bandwidth to give lessons on salary negotiation. Here's the lesson. She's given the lesson, even though she just said she, had the bandwidth, <laughs> she ain't got the bandwidth, but here, here's here, here it is. <laughs> Always ask for the salary you want deserve no matter how large you think it might be you never know how much a company has to work with Myra what was your reaction when you saw this controversy swirling around well I heard it on the podcast first I heard it on the black guy who tips awesome amazing podcast Mm -hmm. one of my faves definitely check it out Mm -hmm. but um here's a a few more things I'm gonna throw in there too because I think this has a lot to do with flex culture too Mm -hmm. because I think the reason why she put this out was she was trying to flex on people yeah but she is not only a recruiter she also has like kind of a side business to where she kind of um coaches or Mm -hmm. I don't know what the title is but y'all know if y'all watch she's like a career coach type career coach yeah, yeah type of person yeah so I think the reason why she shared this information she was trying to like flex and get more like she thought it was going to go one way mm-hmm. like oh yeah let me make sure I advocate for myself but it went completely left you did but it sent me because although she claims because she did have like a response after everybody dragged her she was she arguing she doesn't people. know yeah about it yeah she, was she doubled down on it yeah and arguing yeah, she before she just down. deleted her tweet yeah but when I first heard this like I'm just like this she just played we know it's a woman because she said she Mm-hmm. well at least you know mm-hmm. that's who she assumed that person is we don't really know their identity mm-hmm. but she says she and deep down in my soul when I first heard what you just read I'm like she played another black woman I think she did as well we don't know for sure because we she claims mm-hmm. she don't know the race but something in my soul said that was another black woman that she played not only that but even if it's just like just take race out of it even if it's just a woman Mm-hmm. we already like just as women make like 76 on the dollar compared to men mm-hmm. so we're already underpaid for, for white women for white women yeah that's why i said we're gonna take that's not even black women yeah that's not mm-hmm. a black woman because i'm sure mm-hmm. it's even less than that but is. as a woman like how knowing that statistic that we are underpaid mm-hmm. like how could you even one do this mm-hmm and two flex about it because mm-hmm. at I the think, end of the day nobody really had to know this you flexed on yep. that that person yep trying to like I don't know make a statement or whatever for your mm-hmm. little side hustle mm-hmm. like how could you like morally how could you do that my thing is why should somebody be in, be punished for not knowing 
how much money to ask for from an employer because first of all something and this is something a lot of recruiters talked about on LinkedIn one that range for that job was insane a $50,000 range so that means if you're thinking about it and if and if that recruiter has maybe done this to other people or if there are other companies if the company is telling their recruiters give it get this get this job out get it settled get people in this job for between 80,000 and 130,000 that means there are people at that job who are making 80,000 and there are people who are doing the mm-hmm. exact same job and making 130,000 so that is messed up it, just within itself like that is just right, so yeah. messed up and it's just like like you that's said, a like, company culture thing yes morally it's like why how could you do that to any other person but especially a woman because we're not talking about a couple thousand dollar five thousand dollar difference we're talking about fifty thousand dollars a life-changing amount of money when mm-hmm. it comes to your salary and yes eighty five thousand dollars is a great salary but eighty five thousand dollars don't get you everywhere it needs to get you especially depending on what part of the country you're in like yeah eighty five thousand dollars in tennessee is not eighty five thousand dollars in new york it's not eighty five thousand dollars <laughs> in california you know what i'm saying and, this, and the same thing can be said for 130 so why would you limit that person and do that to that person just because they didn't know a lot of people especially if you are changing career fields and if you come from a low-paying career field like I see a lot of teachers on LinkedIn who are leaving the teaching profession and going into tech they're coming from a historically low paying Mm -hmm. field we we don't know what to ask for we don't know (laughs) you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. it's just they just don't know and even when you do the research there is still no exact data like you know people put salaries and stuff on glass door but one people could absolutely be lying and two a company don't have to give a damn about what somebody else at the same position at another company is paying they can still pay you whatever they want so why why would you take that as an opportunity to educate that girl like there was another or that woman there was another um thing that I saw going around and it was like a recruiter had said no a person had said that her niece was on the like a zoom call for a job and they asked her her salary it was like a panel and they asked her her salary and she gave like a super low number so one of the black people who were one of the employers on that call they like I don't know if this is true or not but this is what they said (laughs) they like dropped the call and they called her personally and told her no this is what you need to ask for and I don't know if that situation is true or not I really hope it's true because it's a great example of what should be done like help people out and not even just because it's another black person or another woman because it's another human being like why wouldn't you want them like that's not taken away from your her that wasn't taken away from her salary it wasn't like if if they have at that company some type of incentive to lowball people then that definitely says a lot about their company but then that company turned her right around and threw her on the bus and the last thing i heard was that she lost her damn job yeah kind of so, based off of what she what her like response was like that her learning moment response you know the apple's note response it sounded like she did lost her job Mm -hmm. but honestly I feel like that was company culture I feel like she went back to the company or her manager and said we got this for 85 and she got a pat on the back absolutely it was it it, she just messed up publicizing it but I mean that's I'm sure yeah I don't think she just did that out of nowhere I think it is absolutely the company culture but of course companies are only loyal to themselves so what's absolutely, that person yeah. who throw her under the bus and try to make yeah. it seem like it's not Claim like they don't do that yeah 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 
yeah exactly exactly but yeah that that situation was very very gross oh I was boiling even more gross I saw the majority of people were talking about how she was dead wrong but there were some people and recruiters included who were saying that you know she didn't do nothing wrong that's what you asked for then that's what you're gonna get insane yeah this is why there needs to be more transparency around pay ranges anyway i know new Mm -hmm. york just enacted a law and that's going to go into effect i believe in march where they have to post the pay range for every job colorado has already had that and i need the other states to get on board and do that too because the way a lot of companies are getting around that they'll put in their job posting that they specifically are not hiring people from colorado i've seen it so much yeah and yeah, it's because they don't want to yeah. be transparent about the pay. Mm-hmm. And that's wild to me. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, this is what laws are in enacted for because people and companies, because mm-hmm. all a company is, is a group of people. Mm-hmm. They're going to do whatever the hell they want to do. Yep. And they're going to find a way around it, like not hiring anybody from Colorado, which I guess now they're going to say Colorado and New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if every state position, gets yeah. on board then they won't be they ain't gonna have no choice mm-hmm. yeah but to list it yeah and yeah it just it, it just definitely needs to be some transparency so i am grateful that i mean i'm sure this girl isn't grateful that this happened but i am grateful that that conversation kind of came about from that mm-hmm. because it, it goes to show that at the end of the day these companies don't care mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just it's just blowing my mind just like like you said on a human level that one she would do that and then two flex about it yeah yeah that's just absolutely insane for me but yeah I know we talked about it here that you know negotiate usually women you know we kind of take what is offered to us Mm -hmm. with these uh corporate positions negotiate never take the first offer you know research what you can yeah but it's just it's people like her out here so mm-hmm. you got to advocate for yourself and I think that's what she was trying to prove with this whole thing but mm-hmm. that I just mm, that was, was just gross. a misjudgment on her part all around you played yourself yeah she played I, herself twice like to say <laughs> twice <laughs> she that's absolutely insane. played herself um something else that i saw that was on linkedin today actually so a um she said she's a career advisor she had posted that she saw a job um post for an internship in dc and um under the description it had said we strongly encourage applicants of diverse backgrounds to apply great but then right Mm -hmm. under that it says um that it is a unpaid internship and those with full-time availability are strongly encouraged to apply so you're strongly encouraging diverse applicants to apply for an unpaid 40 hour a week job just so they can get experience and what I was very happy to see in the comments that a lot of people were highlighting the fact that that was a very entitled elitist um white thing to say white thing to say because Mm -hmm. the assumption that we all have the capacity to work 40 hours a week and not get paid (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i mean it's like how can you in the same post that you want diverse applicants without acknowledging that a lot the majority of diverse applicants are not going to be able to have the capacity to do that Mm -hmm. 
because everybody doesn't just have money or their family or whoever can just pay their DC rent and they have they they're, and they're in the position to not have to not need to be able to contribute to that at all. It was just I just thought that was worth mentioning because yeah, I this, don't get it. This is this it. is what privilege is. Mm-hmm. Just not even realizing that that is going to be an issue for diverse mm-hmm. candidates. Yep. Like there's no way I could not even entertain the idea of doing an internship during college because I had to pay my way through college. Yeah, I had exactly. to work through college. Yep. There's a lot of things that I quote unquote couldn't experience because I had to work in order to do that. A lot of us are first generation coming into college. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we we ain't got no old money. We ain't got no generational wealth. Yeah, yeah. And it's just such a level of privilege to even have both of those right after each other. I know. I know. It's insane. And of course, because it's always one, there was one guy, you know, in the comments. Of course, of course, it was a white man arguing that, oh, you Gen Zers are so spoiled. I took X, Y, and Z amount of uh, unpaid internships. And somebody rightfully pointed out that's because you were able to, because you had Mm -hmm. your daddy and your mama them money to be able to live off of. Everybody ain't able. Everybody ain't able. Even It doesn't even matter about generation. For damn sure, boomer, Mm -hmm. (laughs) none of us ain't had that kind of availability or able to do that back then right but the the ability to be able to do that is just going to give that person the work the the leg up in the workforce Mm -hmm. because if they are able to do that and have whoever pay they rent or whatever they're going to come out of college with experience that their peers are not able Mm -hmm. to have and they're going to be first in line to get them jobs that their peers are not able to get because guess what they're going to show throw it in your face that even though that you are a fresh college graduate and look, applying for an entry-level position you don't have no experience but this person does so that's who we're gonna hire yeah yeah it's just it's a cycle it's a vicious it's, cycle it's a vicious cycle <laughs> it is it's like i don't know if you ever seen this meme of the pack of scissors and the mm. way to get the scissors out of the pack was to cut it with the scissors <laughs> so it's like is when the job is an entry level yeah. job and you still need experience for it. Like it's just how, how, and being on the job <laughs> search the past couple of months, I have seen it so many times, and it's just like, how are people supposed to get experience if you don't give them a job? And it's like, or or thinking that just because somebody doesn't have experience in that particular field, their experience in another field just totally has no value. It's like yeah. no, and there's a lot of transferable skills. Transferable that can, yeah. skills. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't have to have done the exact job to be totally capable of doing it. Yeah. Girl. I think that's such an old school method, too, because it is. I don't know. I, I don't know what recruiting is. Maybe whoever is in there can give us some insight on that. But it just mm-hmm. seems like, at least when I was looking or am looking, it seems like they want everything to be linear. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you are going to be in this claims role and mm-hmm. you're just going to climb up that ladder. But mm-hmm. like, what about people who want to, like you said, get yeah. in another field? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, it's, it's ghetto. It's, it's wild. It's, it's wild, wild <laughs> it is ghetto. <laughs> it, it is, is crazy. Wild, wild west. Yes, absolutely. 
<sighs> yeah. So one last thing we can talk about um, to kind of sum up this episode. I'm actually going to skip the next topic. Maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode, but let's just go straight to the bottom. Um, y'all know, usually this segment is called Celeb Garbage, but I honestly didn't want to call it celeb garbage because one is really Kardashian garbage, but two is not even Kardashian garbage. It's actually just Kanye West garbage. And first I'm tired. I am tired of Kanye West. I'm tired of his emotional manipulation that we're having to see play out in the news um I mean obviously you know we all said from day one soon as him and Kim got together that whenever this relationship came apart because we knew it would it was gonna be absolute hellfire coming from him and he is nothing if not predictable because that's exactly what he's doing um Myra have you heard about the latest from Kanye West and his antics over this divorce no but I'm not surprised (laughs) Nope. <laughs> um, okay, so you know, he there was a whole situation where Chicago's Kim's daughter and her youngest daughter and Stormy, Kylie's daughter, had like a joint birthday party together a couple weeks ago, and Kanye t- decided to tell us that he wasn't invited to the party he didn't have the address to the party and she's Mm -hmm. trying to keep him away from his kids of course it comes out that him and Kim had agreed to have separate parties that's why he didn't really know all the details about and I'm sure he probably just decided on a whim he wanted to go but of course he never acknowledged that and just tried to make him look as bad as possible from that situation Uh, that was a few weeks ago most current situation is he decided to once again invite us into their business and post on Instagram that Kim uh how can I get my daughter off TikTok without my permission because Kim was making TikToks with North you know their oldest daughter Mm -hmm. um Kim who usually does not respond to Kanye's antics she put out a pretty lengthy statement I think trying to reason with him letting him know that him trying to drag this out in the public eye is hurting their kids more than TikTok is (laughs) exactly and it is it absolutely is um and then the latest today um where he was posting um text messages that he had sent to various people in Kim's family like like cousins not any of her sisters but like extended family members where he was demanding to have Kim's phone number um saying that you know I gave you and your family culture and y'all are just trying to do this to a black man now he's black now um (laughs) now he gave him culture (laughs) yes he did girl yes he demanded they and it unfortunately, me way before you, Kaye. I'm sorry. Like, did you not? And my get thing that is, memo? my thing is, he only cared. That, so now he's trying to frame it like they were using him for his blackness. But you didn't care about that the last what eight years you was married to Kim. Like that was not even a factor on your radar. You didn't care if anything. You liked that about you know what I'm saying. Like you liked her association with you and your black. Like you were totally cool with that. But now the child is going through this extremely messy divorce. Divorce that's messy because of you. You're doing this, and the part that really was the grossest to me is demanding her phone number because trust me if there is she if he doesn't have her number it's a very good reason why and she probably Mm -hmm. has just gotten to the point where it's him where it's like there's no talking to you so we can talk through our attorneys it's sad when a divorce gets to that point but she has every right for him not to have direct contact with her after the way he's been acting if it wasn't kim kardashian 
everybody else would be calling this an abusive relationship an abusive situation it is that's what i'm calling it yeah i think people hate uh the kardashians Mm -hmm. in general to like not understand this Mm -hmm. but it is and i mean any i mean logical judge will see this and the way he is acting he is going to lose any custody of his children it's it's crazy it's it's literally emotional abuse that we're just watching play out because if any of my Mm -hmm. you know girlfriends told me that their soon-to-be ex-spouse was treating them like this that is exactly what i would call it like he's literally using the public to play the victim in this whole divorce situation and to get people on his side and manipulate the situation make her look bad make her public enemy number one all because she does not want to be with him and doing all this while he has girlfriend girl she don't care she, she just don't like care. oh she's with him for the clout and the fame yeah the clout yeah that's literally it care. that's literally yeah. it it's it's, it's insane. gross he's also playing off the fact that people don't like them like yes, like the kardashians yes he is but you're forgetting something Kanye we don't like you either <laughs> so <laughs> maybe less people dislike Kanye than dislike Kim maybe but I am I'm pretty firmly under I don't like Kanye in the I don't like Kanye camp but I hope regardless of what nothing. people feel about the Kardashians and about Kim or whatever that people can. can see that this is insane it's insane and this is abuse mm-hmm and you know what well, that's another thing i feel like because if you go in the shade room and you look at the comments from this situation there are a few not a lot but a few people who are still it's like every time kanye does something his mental health is always blamed for his behavior and i'm not saying that your mental health has nothing to do with your behavior it absolutely does but there are a ton of people with both diagnosed and undiagnosed mental health illnesses who are not doing this who are not doing this and everybody is different for sure but I just feel like at what point does he need to just take personal responsibility for his behavior? Kanye has all the resources in the world to get all the help in the world that he wants and needs truly truly more for than sure. probably anybody else so if his mental health is truly the cause of his behavior he has the resources to do something about it and if he's choosing not to how can is that not on him when is it his when is his behavior his fault exactly apparently never i i don't like when people use mental health as an excuse for bad behavior it is not an excuse for that no no and it invalidates the mental illness or what you know whatever that mental illness is it invalidates that it gives it an unfair stigma that just because you have mental health issues you're automatically unstable you're automatically not in control of your actions you're Mm -hmm. automatically you know doing all and that's not that's just not the truth it's just not the truth so i mean stop making all these excuses for these abusive men because it's just abuse it's just emotional abuse it's manipulation and like you said he is he is really playing on the fact that he knows that people don't like the kardashians especially mm-hmm. when it comes to blackness so for him to now bring up his yep. blackness in relation to them talking about i'm gonna protect my black children this is the same man who wasn't even living in the same state as his wife and his black children two years ago 
But now they you're so concerned sense. about who he's, who they're being raised about, you know, what social media site they're on and all this stuff. Be, keep the same energy when y'all was together because I didn't see it. <sighs> I hate this. I, I, I hate like, this for the babies. I do too. And I feel like even though, like I said, we all saw, we all saw this train wreck happening the second mm-hmm. that they got together, that when this ended, it was going to be absolutely horrible. I don't think anybody, one, anticipated it being this bad to this extent, at least I didn't. And two, and this is definitely a learning experience for Kim and for everybody out there, pay attention to how people treat people that they used to be in relationships with. Because absolutely. Kanye had no problem dragging Amber Rose for fifth calling her all type of dirty disgusting names like just treating her like she was absolute trash once they broke up and he got with Kim you gotta peep that because if people are super disrespectful to other people that they've had children with or other people that they've been in relationships with the the tides gonna turn and it's gonna be on you one of these days it just is yeah, I think we random. We were talking about uh, T bomb too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yes, the we same were. situation. We were <laughs> like sometimes yep. people get with people and um, they only hear that one side of whoever yep. you know the partner, whoever they're with, and they're like, "Man, that person you with was was wild." And sometimes that may be true, mm-hmm. but you got to take that with a grain of salt. You only get one side of the story, and yep. if they are willing to drag their ex-partner that they laid down with and been with mm-hmm. through the mud like they're gonna do it to you too you're gonna get so. dragged as well yeah you, you are gonna your day is gonna come like people need to, people are always thinking that they're different and they're not gonna treat me like that they're not gonna do me like that and they're always the people who end up literally in that exact situation hell if anything amber rose got off easy compared to kim because at least she don't have no kids with that man true she's not permanently attached to him like he had his little media tour where he was dragging her and that was the end of it kanye is going to profit off of this situation with kim as much as humanly possible he's probably gonna have several albums (laughs) about her unfortunately he's gonna keep taking every opportunity that he can to talk bad about her in the media um and it's just really sad and yeah clearly his new little chick she don't she don't give a shit and it's just girl i can't i literally can't she it's clearly just for the clout for her it's mm-hmm. just wild it's wild it is absolutely it's wild. cringy ashley yes it's, yes it's, are you so, okay sis that, that, she, to she that not, person she not, i mean do anything <laughs> for clout do anything for clout i just i don't understand that but mm-hmm. i mean it's an ever community everybody mm-hmm. will do anything for clout yeah absolutely absolutely so you know definitely sending love to anybody who may be in a you know physically or emotionally abusive situation no mm-hmm. matter who you are even kim kardashian like nobody deserves this nobody no, nobody deserves this it's, and it's horrible to watch as a woman it's horrible to watch because I just couldn't even imagine having four kids with somebody and being married to them for years and then having them publicly treat me like this. And the fact that he felt demanding her phone number, and fortunately, some, some dumbass family member did end up giving her the phone number, him the phone number. However, Kanye put that online too, and he even publicized the person who gave him Kim's number, thanking them. So not only is Kanye not going to have a direct line of communication to Kim, but that person will no longer either, I'm assuming. What? Who? 
hopefully it was somebody grandma that just don't know social don't, media or something but I I, it was somebody named larry jackson i believe <laughs> i don't know who that is <laughs> larry come on now yeah i'm just for his sake i hope that he is just somebody older who just didn't realize the magnitude of everything but i i doubt it there's literally no way how is it not a huge red flag if like say one of your say one of your cousin's husbands randomly texts you asking you your cousin phone number like ain't you supposed to know especially if they going through a divorce like the answer that is and no. for people who still don't understand that if somebody asks you for somebody else's phone number that you need to reach out to that person first I just hello Larry need to get cut off for that like it's come come on now come on now anybody who's asking me for anybody else phone number I'm going to you cool with me giving them your phone number exactly exactly and especially like you said in that relationship like why don't you have it right yeah I was married why don't you have it that's it yeah Larry I can't save you on that one (laughs) get your shit together you wrong for that (laughs) just handing out phone numbers and mind you that you you just got her number because if kanye don't have it that means the number was changed yeah Uh so you just recently got the number so obviously it was changed for a reason yeah and you're not gonna have it no more yeah you're not gonna have it no more yeah we need to come up with something like you know how they do a donkey of the day on breakfast club we need to have something like donkey of the week just the person who messed up the absolute worst that week and this week it'll be larry johnson or jackson or whatever the hell his name <laughs> yeah larry earned that although i i'm not a fan of the breakfast club cringy i'm not either but i do like yeah. the donkey of the day segment. <laughs> yeah. i don't like the breakfast club either but the donkey yeah. of the day segment it gets me yes yeah that goes to larry yeah we gotta figure out maybe we can name it after some dry ass wine or something that we don't like Oh, uh, y'all, this go this probably gonna ruffle some feathers, but I really yeah. don't like uh Merlot. <laughs> I don't or like it either. <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> we gonna get some Merlot. emails and some DL- DMs about this one for sure. Yeah, I'm just not a dry one. That Pay that attention. one's not it. exactly. Not we don't given. like if you didn't get that from us through us going through that Aldi uh Av box, then mm-hmm. neither one of us like dry wine. We both like sweet, like dessert wine. Like, don't be triggered. It's fine if you love your Merlot. We just don't. <laughs> and if you don't want us to call it Merlot, let us know what the absolute driest, nastiest wine in existence is, and maybe we'll name it that. But as far as right now, it's called the Merlot segment. <laughs> Merlot of the week. Merlot of the week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Larry deserved that one. Yeah, Larry. Like, I can't what, believe what are you thinking? That. Why would you give him the number? Like, she's just gonna change it, and now you're not gonna have it. So good I luck just to love you. that we keep saying Larry, like we actually know this man. But I yeah, feel, I feel like I do because we probably all got that one family member who would definitely sell yes. us out. And give our phone number out to somebody that they know we don't want to have our phone number. Why would you? I just can't. And then to give it to somebody like Kanye who won't even keep your identity here. He he added him. He he the post is down now, but the, he the added him. He said, Yes, thank you at Larry Jackson Johnson. Oh, his name is. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. And the girls got the screenshots, so that once it's posted, it's never going away. Screenshots are forever. 
absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely yes yeah, so i just but i mean you know also kudos to kim because what a flex that your ex didn't have your phone your ex-husband who you got kids with don't have your phone <laughs> it's kind of a flex. i love it i mean i, I don't it. want that type of energy but if it happens now you can't have my number i mean <laughs> she has every right at this point she really does she it's to protect really her does. peace and protect her kids. So I I totally Girl, understand could you match? I bet that maniac was blowing up her phone. Mm-hmm. Blowing up her phone. I would just yeah. feel so His horrible. behavior is just, it just makes no sense. And he, if it, if it truly is because of his mental health, Kanye, you got all the resources in the world to get the help you need. And if you're not doing that, come on that's on you that's on you it's it's just girl but i don't think it's because of his mental health i just think i mean i think it's just kanye i don't think it's it may be partially but i don't think it's all just his mental health it's just him it's It's just just who he is he's a controlling egotistical um person maybe even a sociopath or something (laughs) who knows like and he just the him not having that control over kim and her life and her decisions anymore is just is driving him up the wall and he's not handling yeah. it well and it's fair to grieve your failed relationship grieve your family that you don't have anymore the marriage like that is fair but you need to grieve that the end of that in a healthy way and this is not helping anybody it's not helping you it's not helping her definitely not helping the kids it's just not cool it's just not cool yeah not at all it yeah that's just wild <sighs> yeah uh. yeah but yeah, guys, this episode, it definitely ended up being way, way longer than mm-hmm. we expected. We just had a lot of stuff to kind of rant and go off about because there's just been too much going on. Just all these companies and so many people just, everybody needs to just get it together. Everybody should be uh, Merlot of the week. Is Ooh. it called Merlot? Merlot of the week. Yeah. Okay, as of yeah. now, as of Sunday, as we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> It is Merlot. <laughs> Merlot of the week. Yeah. Oh, yep. y'all. Yes. But yeah, guys, thank y'all so much for listening. This was such a fun episode. Make sure to comment, uh, give us some feedback. Uh, let us know what you think about the episode. Make sure you're subscribed to um, our podcast feed make sure you subscribe mm-hmm. to the reality and wine feed uh, we'll be definitely coming out with some new episodes soon i think me and laura are gonna do a bachelor episode next week um do you know when you and danny's next episode is gonna be yeah we're gonna do it next week although okay. we, i'm gonna just talk about it over there because i am devastated but just just stay tuned over there (laughs) (laughs) just stay tuned over there yeah we'll we'll do next week um also you said subscribe and it reminded me Mm -hmm. youtube you can watch us over on youtube subscribe over there yeah see all the facial expressions because you know sometimes myra and i are just somehow you just really need to see our faces to understand the weight of some of these situations and the frustration that we feel on a very deep level (laughs) with some of these situations so yes yeah, subscribe to the youtube channel on um, mm-hmm. reality and wine feed make sure you follow us on instagram over there as well um that's all i got Mario. did you have anything else you want to mention uh no no that is it um patreon i guess yeah, join us over there we got some new things coming up on the horizon so mm-hmm. we're just trying to get through honestly these this next month after a while, we can kind of hit the ground running with some more. 
exclusive stuff over on Patreon, but we're working through the kinks now. So yes. if you want to join, go ahead and come on over. We got yes. we right now have amazing stuff for you, but we it's do. gonna get even better. It's it is get getting even better. better. Yes, yes, we do. All right, guys. So we will talk to y'all next week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye, guys.